Question 149 of Summa Theologica Secunda Secundae. Treatise on the Cardinal Virtues. The Virtue of Temperance. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Summa Theologica Secunda Secundae. Treatise on the Cardinal Virtues. The Virtue of Temperance, by St. Thomas Aquinas, translated by the Fathers of the English Dominican Province. Question 149. Of Sobriety, in Four Articles. We must now consider sobriety and the contrary vice, namely drunkenness. As regards sobriety, there are four points of inquiry. First, what is the matter of sobriety? Second, whether it is a special virtue. Third, whether the use of wine is lawful. Fourth, to whom especially is sobriety becoming? First article, whether drink is the matter of sobriety. Objection 1. It would seem that drink is not the matter proper to sobriety, for it is written in Romans 12.3, Not to be more wise than it behoveth to be wise, but to be wise unto sobriety. Therefore, sobriety is also about wisdom, and not only about drink. Objection to further Concerning the wisdom of God, it is written in Wisdom 8.7 that She teacheth sobriety, and prudence, and justice, and fortitude, where sobriety stands for temperance. Now temperance is not only about drink, but also about meat and sexual matters. Therefore, sobriety is not only about drink. Objection 3. Further, sobriety would seem to take its name from measure. Translator's note, bria means a measure or a cup. Now we ought to be guided by the measure in all things appertaining to us. For it is written in Titus 2.12, We should live soberly and justly and godly. Where a gloss remarks, soberly in ourselves and in first timothy two nine women in decent apparel adorning themselves with modesty and sobriety consequently it would seem that sobriety regards not only the interior man but also things appertaining to external apparel therefore drink is not the matter proper to sobriety on the contrary, it is written in Ecclesiasticus 31.32, Wine taken with sobriety is equal life to men. If thou drink it moderately, thou shalt be sober. I answer that, when a virtue is denominated from some condition common to the virtues, the matter specially belonging to it is that in which it is most difficult and most commendable to satisfy that condition of virtue. 
thus fortitude is about dangers of death and temperance about pleasures of touch now sobriety takes its name from measure for a man is said to be sober because he observes the bria that is the measure wherefore sobriety lays a special claim to that matter wherein the observance of the measure is most deserving of praise such matter is the drinking of intoxicants because the measured use thereof is most profitable while immoderate excess therein is most harmful since it hinders the use of reason even more than excessive eating hence it is written in ecclesiasticus thirty one verses thirty seven and thirty eight sober drinking is health to soul and body wine drunken with excess raiseth quarrels and wrath and many ruins for this reason sobriety is especially concerned with drink not any kind of drink but that which by reason of its volatility is liable to disturb the brain such as wine and all intoxicants nevertheless sobriety may be employed in a general sense so as to apply to any matter as stated above in question one hundred and twenty three article two as well as in question one hundred and forty one article two with regard to fortitude and temperance reply to objection one just as the material wine intoxicates a man as to his body so too speaking figuratively the consideration of wisdom is said to be an inebriating draught because it allures the mind by its delight according to psalm twenty two verse five my chalice which inebriateth me how goodly it is hence sobriety is applied by a kind of metaphor in speaking of the contemplation of wisdom reply to objection to all the things that belong properly to temperance are necessary to the present life and their excess is harmful wherefore it behooves one to apply a measure in all such things this is the business of sobriety and for this reason sobriety is used to designate temperance yet slight excess is more harmful in drink than in other things wherefore sobriety is especially concerned with drink reply to objection three although a measure is needful in all things sobriety is not properly employed in connection with all things but only in those wherein there is most need for a measure second article whether sobriety is by itself a special virtue objection one it would seem that sobriety is not by itself a special virtue for abstinence is considered with both meat and drink now there is no special virtue about meat therefore neither is sobriety which is about drink a special virtue objection to further abstinence and gluttony are about pleasures of touch as sensitive to food now meat and drink combine together to make food since an animal needs a combination of wet and dry nourishment therefore sobriety which is about drink 
is not a special virtue. Objection 3. Further, just as in things pertaining to nourishment, drink is distinguished from meat, so are there various kinds of meats and drinks. Therefore, if sobriety is by itself a special virtue, seemingly there will be a special virtue corresponding to each different kind of meat or drink, which is unreasonable. Therefore, it would seem that sobriety is not a special virtue. On the contrary, Macrobius reckons sobriety to be a special part of temperance. I answer that, as stated above in question 146, article 2, it belongs to moral virtue to safeguard the good of reason against those things which may hinder it. Hence, whenever we find a special hindrance to reason, there must needs be a special virtue to remove it. Now, intoxicating drink is a special kind of hindrance to the use of reason, inasmuch as it disturbs the brain by its fumes. Wherefore, in order to remove this hindrance to reason, a special virtue, which is sobriety, is requisite. Reply to Objection 1. Meat and drink are alike capable of hindering the good use of reason, by embroiling the reason with immoderate pleasure, and in this respect abstinence is about both meat and drink alike. But intoxicating drink is a special kind of hindrance, as stated above, wherefore it requires a special virtue. Reply to Objection 2. The virtue of abstinence is about meat and drink, considered not as food but as a hindrance to reason. Hence it does not follow that special kinds of virtue correspond to different kinds of food. Reply to Objection 3. In all intoxicating drinks, there is one kind of hindrance to the use of reason, so that the difference of drinks bears an accidental relation to virtue. Hence this difference does not call for a difference of virtue. The same applies to the difference of meats. Third article. Whether the use of wine is altogether unlawful. Objection 1. It would seem that the use of wine is altogether unlawful. For without wisdom, a man cannot be in the state of salvation, since it is written in Wisdom 7.28, God loveth none but him that dwelleth with wisdom. And further on in Wisdom 9.19, By wisdom they were healed, whosoever have pleased thee, O Lord, from the beginning. Now the use of wine is a hindrance to wisdom, for it is written in Ecclesiasticus 2.3, I thought in my heart to withdraw my flesh from wine, that I might turn my mind to wisdom. Therefore, wine-drinking is altogether unlawful. Objection to, further, the Apostle says in Romans 14.21, It is good not to eat flesh, and not to drink wine, nor anything whereby thy brother is offended or scandalized or made weak. Now it is sinful to forsake the good of virtue, as likewise to scandalize one's brethren. 
Therefore, it is unlawful to make use of wine. Objection 3 further. Jerome says that after the deluge, wine and flesh were sanctioned, but Christ came in the last of the ages and brought back the end into line with the beginning. Therefore, it seems unlawful to use wine under the Christian law. On the contrary, the Apostle says in 1 Timothy 5.23, Do not still drink water, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake, and thy frequent infirmities. And it is written in Ecclesiasticus 31.36, Wine drunken with moderation is the joy of the soul and the heart. I answer that, no meat or drink, considered in itself, is unlawful, according to Matthew 15.11. Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man. Wherefore, it is not unlawful to drink wine as such. Yet it may become unlawful accidentally. This is sometimes owing to a circumstance on the part of the drinker, either because he is easily the worse for taking wine, or because he is bound by a vow not to drink wine. Sometimes it results from the mode of drinking, because to wit he exceeds the measure in drinking, and sometimes it is on account of others who would be scandalized thereby. Reply to Objection 1. A man may have wisdom in two ways. First, in a general way, according as it is sufficient for salvation, and in this way it is required, in order to have wisdom, not that a man abstain altogether from wine, but that he abstain from its immoderate use. Secondly, a man may have wisdom in some degree of perfection, and in this way, in order to receive wisdom perfectly, it is requisite for certain persons that they abstain altogether from wine and this depends on circumstances of certain persons and places. Reply to Objection 2. The Apostle does not declare simply that it is good to abstain from wine, but that it is good in the case where this would give scandal to certain people. Reply to Objection 3. Christ withdraws us from some things as being altogether unlawful, and from others as being obstacles to perfection. It is in the latter way that he withdraws some from the use of wine, that they may aim at perfection, even as from riches and the like. Fourth article. Whether sobriety is more requisite in persons of greater standing. Objection 1 it would seem that sobriety is more requisite in persons of greater standing. For old age gives a man a certain standing, wherefore honor and reverence are due to the old, according to Leviticus 19.32. Rise up before the hoary head, and honor the person of the aged man. Now the apostle declares that older men especially should be exhorted to sobriety, according to Titus 2.2. .2 that the aged man be sober. Therefore, sobriety is most requisite in persons of standing. 
Objection to further, a bishop has the highest degree in the church, and the apostle commands him to be sober according to 1 Timothy 3.2. It behooveth a bishop to be blameless, the husband of one wife, sober, prudent, etc. Therefore, sobriety is chiefly required in persons of high standing. Objection 3. Further, sobriety denotes abstinence from wine. Now wine is forbidden to kings, who hold the highest place in human affairs, while it is allowed to those who are in a state of affliction, according to Proverbs 31.4. Give not wine to kings. And further on, in Proverbs 31.6, Give strong drink to them that are sad, and wine to them that are grieved in mind. Therefore, sobriety is more requisite in persons of standing. On the contrary, the Apostle says in 1 Timothy 3.11, The women in like manner, chaste, sober, etc., and in Titus 2.6, Young men in like manner, exhort that they be sober. I answer that. Virtue includes relationship in two things, to the contrary vices which it removes, and to the end to which it leads. Accordingly, a particular virtue is more requisite in certain persons for two reasons. First, because they are more prone to the concupiscences which need to be restrained by virtue, and to the vices which are removed by virtue. In this respect, Sobriety is most requisite in the young and in women, because concupiscence of pleasure thrives in the young on account of the heat of youth, while in women there is not sufficient strength of mind to resist concupiscence. Hence, according to Valerius Maximus, among the ancient Romans, women drank no wine. Secondly, sobriety is more requisite in certain persons, as being more necessary for the operations proper to them. Now, immoderate use of wine is a notable obstacle to the use of reason, wherefore sobriety is especially prescribed to the old, in whom reason should be vigorous in instructing others, to bishops and all ministers of the church who should fulfill their spiritual duties with a devout mind, and to kings who should rule their subjects with wisdom. This suffices for the replies to the objections. End of question 149. Read by Michael Shane Craig Lambert, L.C.